0: And welcome back to Wind Against Tide, the 60th Melbourne Boat Show. We are back recording. Day two, Joey. Day two. Day number two. And we've had another special guest pop in. This fellow I'm about to introduce, um, I've known him for 12 years, um, one of my dearest uh, fishing friends, and he's got boats. He's a great fisherman. And in the studio, we got Sean Hildyard.
1: I'll stop it, Joey. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Shawnee,
2: thanks for coming in. This is a bonus extra special recording we're putting on. It wasn't <laughs> planned, but Joe's like, I've got to talk to because I've got some really important content Excellent. I want to share with the world. So take it away, Joey.
0: Yep. Shawnee, um, I want to know about your boat. You got a boat?
1: Uh, I have a boat, yes. Um, it's a 22 sailfish walk around that I imported from the States. And it's been unbelievable, I must say. So that's basically like a striper, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's that same sort of style, um, different brand, but, yeah, very similar to the stripers and the trophies and that sort of thing.
0: Beautiful. It, and where did you actually source this boat um, from in America? Do you know, like, what part of America it came was, from? Yeah, and it was. Talk us through the process of how it went about selecting the boat and actually bringing it over um, yeah, well, to Melbourne.
1: Yeah, I chatted to, I chatted to a few people that had done it before me, obviously, um, and that's what got me interested in it because at the time I had – looked at all the australian boats and it was just kind of out of my price range pretty much and um marty l actually had the same boat as me and chatted to him and um decided to to do it and I basically just um researched for months and months on the internet just different different boat brands and and that sort of thing and um stumbled across the sailfish and found one at a good price at a dealer in baltimore i think somewhere somewhere there
0: so you're actually selecting the boat from a, like a vast catalogue online. Yeah,
1: well it's a second hand boat sales kind of thing, you know, and um, obviously you get an inspection done, um, third party and, and make sure that it's all good and, and it's uh, it's ready to go. And basically you go through an agent that then helps you with the whole importing process of the boat.
0: Yeah, and you were comfortable with just selecting a boat out of an online catalogue.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I suppose it's, it's the same as if you're doing it here, but you just don't get to see the boat in person. Um, but you get all the information up front and, as I said, third-party inspector goes and inspects the boat and makes sure that it is what, you, what you're seeing, you know.
0: Yeah, lovely. Mm. And, and that, that gets packed up in a shipping container. And... Yeah, I don't know if it's a shipping
1: container, but they, they basically, I've got a new trailer with it as well that came with the boat, so they measured that up to fit. And they basically just shrink wrap the boat and I think just put it on a ship. I don't even think it goes inside of a container or anything like that.
3: Okay, so what are the key tips for actually importing a boat from the States? <laughs> like, if, like, do you get a trailer or do you get the trailer here? Yeah, because
1: yeah. I think it's quite appealing yeah.
3: to a lot of people, but then it's just like,
2: oh, there must be a lot of stuffing around involved. Yeah, look,
1: one of the key tips is you wait for the Australian dollar to strengthen <laughs> okay. against the American dollar. That's a big one. Um, but you know what? With regards to the trailer, one thing I would say is I would probably never buy a trailer from the States again. Um, yes, tra- I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, the trailer was a nightmare. It was a brand new trailer, um, but they just don't build them like they do here. Not so, the drive on, drive off style. Yeah, trailers. no, it was drive on, drive off, but it just, it just wasn't up to the Australian roads, the rough roads. Yeah, and, like and on
2: your a- last trip, Joe was saying the calipers fell off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've had a look. We, we've had a few dra- dramas with our trailer. So, I mean, I, if I had my time over, I would definitely have got an Australian built. Custom trailer for these conditions. Yeah.
3: And so, th- so that's a tip. Get a trailer from Australia.
1: Yeah, definitely. What about a motor? Do you get the motor fitted there or here? Yeah. Well, the boat came with a, a Yamaha F200, which is just a—it's a beautiful motor. I can't fault the motor. So, you know, that's a worldwide thing. Everyone knows Yamaha motors, and you—you you, you know what you're buying. So, I just pretty much took the motor that came with the boat.
0: And, and I've got to ask you—you've got um—you've got a significant electronics upgrade that's <laughs> currently. <laughs> In, in the process tell tell everybody who's listening a bit about what you're upgrading to
1: yeah look i've I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a few friends
0: with some really nice boats um
1: and he he just upgraded his electronics package on one of his yachts so i just said to him well instead of throwing all the the old stuff away please send it my way so, so
0: what kind of old crappy stuff was your friend disposing of yeah from, well, from his yacht
1: <laughs> he uh it's it's simrad gear so we're getting a um simrad radar um, mixed with um, a few Simrad Evos and and a few screens to go with it, all for free. So I thought, well, you know what, I'm not gonna let it go to waste, and I'll I'll retrofit it into my boat. So we're pus- busy doing that at the moment.
0: How big's the screen on the Simrad system? 15 inch. 15. Yeah, yeah, it's a serious screen.
3: Ah, do they make a 15? I thought they were 12 to 16.
1: Yeah, this is it's it's one of the actual it's a US model. Yeah <laughs> Now it's one of their monitors So uh, it's actually like So a, it's a, a display Yeah oh, basically yeah. So it's a display And then the, the I suppose the computer The brains of it Sits behind the um, Yeah so behind it's, like, the, it's like a console. remote system okay. Pretty much It's, it's yeah. basically just a display Yeah Yeah.
2: Hey uh, what about warranty On your motor Because a lot of people Are probably concerned About that as well Obviously no warranty
1: Yeah I uh, The boat was a 2016, so I'm not sure actually what the warranty is on on the Yamaha motors or how long it goes for, but um, it's not something I really considered when no yeah. <laughs> I bought it well it safe to say it, it's not valid once you bring it into Australia
3: I think in this day and age a lot of people are buying new outboards because they want that extra warranty because it normally is around six years for new outboards and that's
1: what they're making their decision on yeah well I, I looked at the hours the, the motor had only done I think 400 hours when I got it so it's not like it's I mean I know those, those motors most four strokes motors are good for you know a few thousand a lot of people um, would freak out at 400 yeah no I know I know <laughs> <laughs> but um, look, I mean, it was always it was always my intention to to bring the hull in, and if I did need a new motor at some point, put it on. You know, but yeah, it's been it's been rock solid. So, so what was the total cost? It was sixty something, wasn't it? No, nah, I think with with the trailer imported, um, landed in Australia, I think it came to seventy seven.
3: Okay, so you're well ahead there.
2: The oh, buy equivalent it's... in
1: Australia would be one.
3: 50-ish. And this is a 6-metre boat, is it? No, it's a 7-metre boat. 7, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a six, lot of boats for 66k for... 77. For a 7... Oh, 70
1: 77 K. for a 7-metre boat. Yeah, yeah. No, it's look, I mean, it's, it, it really worked out well. Why would you um, buy a boat at a boat show? <laughs> 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 well, that's what we've been saying. <laughs> no, look, I mean, obviously, you know, things are, are getting more expensive now, so I don't think you could probably land uh, a boat for that much now, but you know, it's, uh, it really worked out for me, so now I'm
0: happy. <laughs> and, and just to reference, you know, hyperinflation and everything, what year yeah. did you undertake this purchase?
1: Uh, I think this was, I think the boat's about three years old now. Well, I've had it for three years, so about three years ago. Yep. Um, the dollar was still, you know, yeah, decently that that strong, out. and... Um, Boats weren't crazy expensive, and obviously, being in the US, second-hand boats um, are a dime a dozen, so they don't sell for heaps. Um, so, managed to pick up a really, good, really good deal.
0: Yeah, and it's also kitted out quite well. Like you've got—just correct me if I'm wrong—they've got deck wash.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, look, I mean a <laughs> no, deck wash,
0: live bait tank, yeah, yeah, like
1: it's got all the bells and whistles. Look, one thing about the American boats is it does come with heaps of stuff. Like it's—it's it's really sort of family-friendly. Um, but mainly fishing orientated. It's got freshwater wash down, deck wash, um, all the live bait tanks, um, huge cabin for overnighting. Not that I do much of that, but um, they come really well kitted and that was the other thing, you know, yeah. is why I wanted this boat. So yeah. if you were to do
3: this process again today, what would you be left out of pocket? Was, How much money? More? No, if he was to do this again, he's saying 77000 for a 7-metre boat. How much do you reckon it would cost you today? I reckon close to a hundred. Probably even more. See, even
1: even a hundred's a good value for a seven meter boat. Yeah, F- fiberglass. Look, I mean, obviously the boat's and it's not a brand new boat. So, um, I mean, I think brand new. Um, I did see them on online somewhere, and they're about one hundred and twenty nine American. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Um, things have gone a lot more expensive over in the States as well. Um, so, look, I, I, I managed to get a really good deal. But in saying that, there are good deals to still be had, I think, with, with certain American boats. What's it, the dead rise on that boat, Sean?
3: Just
2: it's of-
1: 20, so it's a variable dead rise hull. So um, they actually step the hull so you kind of – well, what they say is you get the best of both worlds. I don't think yep. it quite works out like that, but it's a 24-degree dead rise. So it's a serious – That's serious. That's yeah. –
2: um, my craft is 22 and a half. Yep. Uh, I think my old gunshot was 24. Mm. So it's a it's a, a DB it, boat. It's a, it's it, a it serious was,
1: offshore boat. But. It
3: wasn't an anchor boat, that's for sure. <laughs> no, how is
2: the <laughs> no. stability?
1: No, look, I think I think um, going into a head-on sea dead-on, is it's unbelievable. It's it's brilliant. But it does get a little bit tender, I've got to be honest. You know, you've really got to work your trim tabs with a boat like that, um, which a lot of people are not familiar with, but you do have to use your trim tabs. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, On a side on sea is probably the worst for that kind of a boat, being such a deep V.
2: Yeah. What's the biggest fish you've caught out of your boat, Sean? Let's oh, get on to the fishing. No. No. The fish. now, this is a bit
3: controversial because you released a couple and Joey's throwing some big numbers around here. So. You know
2: what? Sean's not a well-known fisherman because he doesn't go regularly. He's got a busy life. But his hit rate is one of the best I've ever known.
3: <laughs> He's got a good ratio. It's about one one to two.
0: He, I'll use his words. He tells me he rarely blanks. Look at I rarely
1: bank Joe. I have, I have got a good, good hit, rate, but I think I have lucky fishermen on the boat, I must be honest. Like, all the guys that I take seem to be lucky. I mean, first time marlin fishing, they get a marlin. First time barrel fishing, they get a barrel. Oh, it's like, it's, it's too good to be true almost. I
2: don't want to jinx it. We've locked Joe up enough for you. Yes. Yeah. I just want to
0: ask, could you quickly tell the story um, when you went marlin fishing during the middle of lockdowns?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, well, it was, I think it was just after we had come out of one of the lockdowns and we were allowed um, out, you know, out of jail. <laughs> we were allowed out of jail and we, we, we went up to Jarvis Bay. He towed and, the boat to Jarvis Bay. Towed the boat to Jarvis Bay, um, was there for like three days and then had to, had to rush back because um, our Premier decided to close the borders.
3: You should have stayed. And, uh, huh?
1: You should have stayed. Yeah, I know. But um, anyway, we we went out. Took my took my brother-in-law Chris, um, who loves fishing, but you know he's he's uh, just likes to come whenever he gets invited and put him onto his first mile and first trip, which was which was pretty epic for him, you know. But he just thinks that that's how fishing is. He doesn't realise how many how many hours you've got to put into, you know, dedicating hours into catching marlin but. He, he got it on his first trip, so...
2: Yeah, but who cares? It's a seven-metre boat. I want to hear about the giant 130-kilo bluefin in the four-metre half-cab...
1: <laughs> what was that? Oh, I think yeah. a bellboy
2: or something? Oh, that yeah, was... Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a little pride. A it little pride. A little pride. Kipper. It was, man, I tell you, that boat was a lucky boat. <laughs> sure, so, Sean's old
2: boats. You run in the middle, half-cab thing. You see out, see out on Port Phillip during summer. And Sean turned that thing into a game-fishing machine. <laughs> hey, and I... I remember this particular occasion, hot giant tuna bite at Port Macdonald and uprolls rolls Sean amongst the fleet of giant game boats, $200,000 game like boats that. in his $15,000 half cab.
1: Well, I think it was actually like $4,500. <laughs>
2: it's probably appreciated by now.
0: 60 Yamaha on it.
2: Two banger Yamaha, gunnels about a foot high, loaded with Tiagra's, plastic rod holders and out he went and do you want to tell us about how that trip went down (laughs) that
1: that was actually a very accurate (laughs) description of what it was plastic rod holders now look uh, we we did some things in that boat that that boat wasn't really designed to do let's just be honest but um anyway we picked our days and i always sort of would go when i knew you know you guys would be out and friends would be out just in case Things turn oh, yeah. bad But Oh we wouldn't yeah. have Saved you No probably not <laughs> jo- Joey would have Sent you in a Different direction
2: yeah. you know? uh, Sean's sinking 20 meters 20k uh, west <laughs> Yeah
1: But yeah, yeah No we, we um, That was actually My first First battle trip And um, we headed Out there and, and thank thank Goodness for Dave And Winger Because they Point They did point us In the right direction I have, a, I have to give you Guys some credit For that You did say Listen boys This is kind of Where the action is That was a so, bum steer That was just luck Oh well, it was just <laughs> luck Yeah Anyway headed over there And um we're one of the first boats on just this mega eruption and it i'll never forget that's the first time i pretty much heard a tiagra scream like that and we hooked up to a massive massive blue you're you're fishing
0: with your uncle gopher and he was he was asleep in the cabin when that tiagra screamed tell us a bit about what happened then
1: yeah look he he that was his first battle trip he comes from a fly fishing background and um anyway i told i screamed at him you know clear the rods he didn't really know what what i'm what what i meant but (laughs) so i just started clearing rods and then i said okay we'll just put the harness on and um comes out of the cabin with the harness on backwards (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious i'm i'm like literally you know holding on to 12 kilos of drag eventually i had to just lean the rod against the gunnel because you you all know what 12 kilos feels like when you've had it for a few minutes um anyway got him got him harnessed up and um he fought his his first barrel for about three and a half hours
2: and you re- released it, credit to you. Yeah,
1: right? we, we released it. I mean, we didn't, you know, Prob- really
2: Probably because it would have flipped the boat pulling it in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we, we brought it boatside and it just looked so beautiful. And we thought, you know what, well, can't be stuffed cleaning it at the boat ramp for three hours. So uh, we'll,
2: that's the attitude.
1: Yeah, we'll, let it, we'll let him go. And that was, that was the start of, I suppose, the addiction of big big tuna fishing you you all know what it's like your first barrel
2: well i heard that gopher back at the ramp was strutting around and uh giving some advice to some pretty, seasoned, <laughs> some pretty oh, yeah. seasoned
1: anglers oh yeah you yeah, <laughs> know they were asking questions he was uh, he was spewing it out like he, he knew exactly what was going so, on
2: so bro. that morning he'd been strapping a harness on backwards that afternoon yep. big tuna expert big tuna expert <laughs> my sick tail
1: <laughs> oh,
0: bloody awesome
2: <laughs> what else you got joe are oh. wrapping this one up? Because we've got AT coming on in an hour.
0: We, we, we will. Sean, thanks very much for coming on. No
1: worries, Appreciate boys. it, man. Nice and, to um, see you again. we'll
0: see you on the water. I can't wait That's to get actually. back out in that sailfish with you.
1: Excellent. We'll see you then. Yeah, thanks, Shawnee. Thanks
2: very thanks, much. Thanks, guys. AT up next, everyone. Awesome. Thanks for having a chat. To,
0: to roll.
3: Ready to rumble. Yep. ET in the
2: house.